Don't miss the freedom streams where you will be impacted with powerful life-changing messages by Pastor Dennis Mato. Come on, do you know it? Just sing it with me. Don't miss the freedom streams where you will be impacted with powerful life-changing messages by Pastor Dennis Matos. Come on, do you know it? Just sing it with me. Freedom experience, experiencing Christ. All divisions, confusions, denominations, and problems come from these two sources, doctrines and gifts. If we are frank and honest, we will admit that the more doctrines and gifts we have, the more divisions we have in the church. Every division and denomination is built up on either a certain doctrine or a certain kind of gift. I am standing here to challenge this. My attitude is toward Christ, not toward doctrine. I don't like to talk about doctrine. We simply need to help people to believe in Jesus Christ, to personally receive him as their savior and the son of God who was incarnated as a man, died on the cross for our sins and resurrected on the third day. Then we need to help people to love this Christ, to know this Christ, to experience this Christ and to be built up as a church to experience this Christ. As long as we do that, that is wonderful, that is good enough. Let us forget everything else. Let us love Christ. Let us know Christ. Let us experience Experience Christ. Let us enjoy Christ. Let us be built up as a church to experience and express this Christ. Freedom experience. Experiencing Christ. Experience the mystery of the word, the redemptive power of revelation, and eternity purpose brought to light in your walk with Christ. Freedom Experience Zone Radio. Enjoying music. Enjoying Christ. Where the Spirit of the Lord is. Welcome to Freedom Streams brought to you by Freedom Express Ministry, Makindia Kampala, Uganda. These teachings express the triune God in His Word as life to impart, light to shine, grace to enjoy, and truth to realize. And now, let's listen to Pastor Dennis Matumba. Hallelujah, glory to God once again. I want to welcome you in this wonderful program. This is the Freedom Streams program uh, brought to you by uh, Freedom Experience Ministry. And uh, um, your host, Pastor Dennis Matov, to take you into this wonderful teaching series uh, whereby we are seeing the experience of Christ in these four wonderful books, Galatians, Ephesians, Colossians, and Philippians. And right now we are on our episode 15. 
This is episode 15 and I urge you people if you have missed episode 14 then you cannot enjoy episode 15. Please try to do your best to check the episodes, even the previous episodes on our uh, podcast streams where you can go and in a Play Store and download our radio app or our Freedom Experience app or you can download Freedom Experience Ministry. That app, then you check for the podcast uh, tab whereby you can follow all the teachings that are previous. You'll be able to see where we have come from to this episode. And I know that the Lord is going to bless you. Yes, he's going to bless you. Find us on freedomexperienceministry.org. That is our website. And also you can also check us on Facebook, Freedom Experience Ministry. Uh, may the Lord richly bless you. I want you to tell your neighbor that the program is on. I want you to share this ministry, share the radio, share our radio, share this podcast. If you are uh, listening to the podcast, just share it and make sure that we spread this wonderful word of God. We spread this Christ uh, to the people, to the nations. This is the burden God has put upon us to see that we dispense Christ to people. We are dispensers. If you know a dispenser in your office that gives you water, hot water, cold water, you just put its work is to dispense water. So as a ministry, freedom experience ministry, God has called us to be dispensers, to be dispensers of Christ. We don't have anything to give you, but we can give you Christ. We can give you this all-inclusive Christ as our wealth, is our riches. Is the, all the unsearchable riches are found in Christ. So we don't have any other message to preach. We preach Christ and all his fullness because Christ is the main item in the Bible. Every scripture is pointing to Christ. So we don't have anything to tell you. We have got to tell you Christ and all and what Christ is. Now let us continue in the word of God. Uh, previously we are seeing Ephesians chapter 1 and the issue in the Ephesians, in uh, the issue of experiencing Christ in the book of Ephesians. And we, are, we, read, we read through from chapter 1 to through chapter 6. We are quoting scriptures that are so important that display Christ, that we see Christ in them. And now to, we want to continue today uh, with the transmission of Christ to the church. Because of having seen this Christ, how is this Christ transmitted to the church? How is he transmitted to the church? We have seen in the book of Colossians previously that Christ is everything. He is everything. But we do not see, we do not see much of the work of Christ in, the, in that book of Colossians. Whereas the Bible says that he is everything in the book of Colossians. That means you have got to continue to read other books. That is, Ephesians comes in. It, it comes in to, to reveal what Christ has accomplished, what Christ has attained, what Christ has ob- obtained for us. Christ has a real attainment. He has attained something. He is a, a real success. Amen. So he, is obtained, he has obtained something. He did not die for nothing. He came, he, he has obtained something. And when we come to Ephesians chapter 1, it tells us that God is economy or God is administration. All God is purpose uh, or plan. His arrangement and plan is to head up all things in Christ. Everything you see in the church and whatever Christ has obtained, God has a plan. God has an economy. He has a divine arrangement. And this arrangement is that he wants to head up all things in Christ. And this is something very great. We do not know how many items that are in the universe that are typifying Christ, that are pointing to Christ, that belong to Christ. No one can exhaust telling of the billions of items that are there in the universe. All these will be headed up in Christ. 
That means anything you see, everything you see around the trees, everything, the land, all these things are supposed to be headed up in Christ. They are pointing at Christ. They are meaning Christ. Every positive thing you see in the universe, it means Christ. Praise the Lord. So now, uh, no one can exhaust telling of the billions of those items I, I've, I've told you. And by the Bible says all these will be headed up in Christ. Christ will be the head to head up all things. This is God's intention. This is God's purpose. This is God's economy. Uh, every, every creation, every creature you are seeing, God's intention is that all things are headed up in Christ, including man. So in order to do this, however, Christ had to accomplish some things. He had to do something so that all these things head up into him. Okay? Now, we know that Christ died for us. This the, the first thing he did for us. And after his crucifixion, however, we see that Christ was raised up and um, first the, this resurrection, he was lift, uplifted and uh, brought to the highest place in the entire universe. God exalted him above any other thing. He gave him the name that is above all names. You see, he has made transcendent above all things. He, he was made transcendent. He climbed up in higher heights above all things. The things not only in the space, but throughout time, throughout eternity, since the universe is the space plus time because the universe is space plus time that is the universe uh, whereas god uh, is out of the universe is uh, the un the universe is within him but christ has become all things christ is so high christ is so transcendent that he is above all the universe and not only the things in this age but also in the things in the age to come that's what the bible says moreover he has he was made head over all these things this Christ we are talking about God ordained Christ to be the head even before his incarnation even before Christ became flesh but he was brought into the position of the head made to be the head after his resurrection and his ascension he had to practice practically to experience this headship Whereas the headship was given unto him before even eternity passed, he had to come and fulfill everything so that he passes through incarnation. He is positioned as the head, made the head after his resurrection and his ascension. Now, after his, as Jesus Christ ascended to the heavens, then God put Christ on the throne to be the head over all things. Hallelujah. Now, what are we seeing this time? We are seeing the transmission of Christ to the church. How has God transmitted Christ to the church? Okay? So, we have seen uh, all that Christ has accomplished, all that Christ has attained, all that Christ has obtained is to the church. When you read verse 22 of Ephesians um, chapter 1, you see that Christ has accomplished, obtained, and attained, and whatever he has attained, it is to the church. Many of us may not be clear about the phrase to the church, but this is the meaning. We can compare this to an injection that imparts something into our whole body. That means that whatever Christ has gathered, it has been injected to the church. God resurrected, 
God raised up Christ. God lifted up Christ in ascension to the highest place. And God put Christ on the throne as the head of all things. Now, all that God has done toward Christ, everything that he has done to Christ is to the church, his body. Whatever Christ is, is for the body. It has been transmitted to the church. It seems that we, we Christians are so poor when we look at ourselves. We are so poor and we think that, oh, Christians are so poor. How high and transcendent we are. I want to tell you, yet how low and mean we feel. This is our nature. This is our position. This is our status. Christ and everything that is in Christ has been transmitted to the church. But the church, the Christians, we see ourselves so poor, so low, and we feel so like down. Yet we are high and transcendent. We have been raised up with him, seated up in that heavenly places, in the heavenly place in Christ. We need this vision. We need to see this vision. If we ask you where you are right now, what will you say? You just say you are here in this room. You are here in your office. You are here on earth. And you are seeing yourself on that level. And you are seeing yourself in that situation. We all have to realize that we are in the highest places in the universe. This is our status in Christ. We are in a high place. We are in the highest place in the universe where Christ is. So are we. Christ has accomplished this, though subjectively we are here on earth. Objectively, we are in the highest places where Christ is. The Bible says you have been raised up with him seated with him in heavenly places far above principalities and powers. The devil is under our feet. Every situation is under our feet. The universe is under our feet whereby we are supposed to operate with this life, with this power, this grace so that we can have dominion. Now, he has solved all the negative things. Jesus Christ has accomplished these things. Christ Jesus um he has solved all the negative things and obtained all the positive things. In the universe, all positive things belong to Christ. Everything you see that is positive, it belongs to Christ. But everything that is negative, Christ has solved it. And he said on the cross, it is finished. All the negative things, I have solved them. Because all the negative things, they typify Christ, the devil. But all the positive things, they typify Christ. Well, as Christ has solved all negative things by solving and overcoming the devil, triumphing over him on the, at the cross, he has obtained all things that are positive. Whatsoever thing is good. So there is nothing left to do. Christ has done them for us. We have been put into Christ and we have been incorporated with him. I want to use that word incorporation. You know, when you are incorporated with a person, you enter into that incorporation. You begin to share whatever that person is. If a rich man is incorporated with a poor person, the poor person who has got debts, once he incorporates himself with the rich and wealthy man, whatsoever this poor man is becomes part of the rich man. In other words, the rich man will have to clear those debts, whereas this poor man will have to enjoy the riches of the rich man. That means that Christ's incorporation as a company, 
as I, uh, I would say, is that he has exchanged. We partake of whatever he is and he partakes of whatever we are. He takes our weakness and we take his strength. He took our sin. We took his righteousness. There is that incorporation with Christ. Therefore, all that Christ has done, all that he has accomplished, all that he has obtained, all that he has attained, he has attained everything to church. It is to the church. That is, it is transmitted to the church. Glory to God for that. Whatsoever Christ has transmitted, whatsoever Christ has worked for, whatsoever Christ has attained, it is to the church. Hallelujah. Now, I hope you understand me when I say that Christ, uh, um, the transmission of Christ to the church. This is what I mean. And when we see this transmission, then that's when we begin to see the ministry of Christ. Let us talk about the ministry of Christ now. The ministry of the apostles and the prophets and the evangelists and the shepherds and the teachers is the ministry of Christ. Remember, the Bible says in Ephesians, let us read there, Ephesians chapter 4. We see the, mis- the ministry of the fivefold ministry of the ch- uh, that Christ gave to the church. He says in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 it says that and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers now for what reason for what ministry verse 12 is the ministry he says for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry for uh, the edifying of the body of Christ Till we all come to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, who unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Hallelujah. Now, we see that the ministry of the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, those are the pastors, and the teachers is what we call the ministry of Christ. Now, these fivefold ministers, they minister the unsearchable riches of Christ to people. The prophets will minister, the apostles will minister, the evangelists will minister, the pastors will minister, the teachers will minister, and whatsoever they are ministering as the ministry of Christ to the people is what we call the ministration of the unsearchable riches. That includes the gifts, signs and wonders, miracles, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, insight, preachings, and everything. Those are the unsearchable riches of Christ. These are what we administer to people. Christ is the head and he is all-inclusive. When I say he's all-inclusive, I mean that he has everything. He is everything and is in everything and is for everything and everything is found in him. He has accomplished, he has attained, he has obtained everything. Hallelujah. Now, how can this Christ, who is so much and has attained so much, be ministered to us? Because if we are to minister as in this fivefold ministry, we are not to minister any other thing. Look at the, the preachings of these days. Look at the teachings of these days. People are ministering other things that are not Christ. Yet we have been called to minister Christ. Our ministry is to administer the unsearchable riches of Christ. It is through the ministry of the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and the teachers that we minister Christ. All the different kinds of ministry of the gifted persons 
are the ministry of Christ to others. If a person prophesies, if he heals, does miracles, those are the ministries uh, of uh, we minister to other people so that they enjoy the unsearchable riches of Christ. So we thank the Lord that in the uh, in the past centuries, uh, in the past years, He has recovered a lot of teachings, and we have this revelation. A lot He has used a lot of ministers of God to dig out such revelations that we are now sharing with you, and we see that uh, the Lord is uh, taking the church on another level, and we see that in these teachings uh, there are some realities. But due to the weakness of the human instrument, as man is weak, people have been attracted to the teachings instead of the reality. A person can bring a teaching like uh, a doctrine like, uh, concerning righteousness or a doctrine concerning faith and is attracted to the teaching and he fails to see the reality of, of that which is in the teaching. The Bible says that if you remain in my doctrine, you are my disciples uh, indeed, that is John chapter 8 verse 31. He says, if you continue in my doctrine, Jesus says, you are my disciples indeed. But when, as you are continuing in that doctrine of Christ, you have got to search out the reality, which is the truth. He says, and you shall know the truth. And that knowledge of the truth shall set you free. Now, in these last days, however, uh, we see the, the Lord is recovering more teachings. And, and he's, not recovered, he's not recovering more teachings, but he wants us to come to reality of the teachings we know. Because we have the teachings. We have gone to Bible school, we have gone to theology, we have gone through several trainings, you have gotten a lot of teachings, but the Lord wants us to come to the reality of those teachings, the reality of the scriptures you know, the reality of the doctrines you know. That is more and more of himself, you see? So all the ministers... All the gifted persons raised up by the Lord, those prophets and uh, anointed men of God, gifted miracle workers, healers, they must absolutely minister Christ, not doctrine. No, we are to administer Christ, not the doctrine. Let the doctrine uh, expose and reveal Christ so that people take Christ, not the doctrine. People need Christ, they don't need the doctrine. You see, uh, preaching the riches of Christ is so important. When we preach the riches of Christ, the items of what Christ is to the Gentiles, then we have to minister these riches of Christ to the people. After teaching doctrines, then minister the riches that are in those doctrines. You get the point. So, such as uh, the riches such as life. Life is one of the riches in the word of God. Wisdom, patience, and uh, the humility of Christ. Those things we can minister to people. Okay? So, now, uh, we see that if you can share all the names of Christ, people know the names of Christ, Jehovah this, Jehovah that, Jehovah this, Jehovah that. If you know the, uh, the, 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 the names of Christ and uh, you denote all that Christ is, you'll find that almost 300 different names, titles, all items of Christ, you'll find them. He is the temple, Christ is the tabernacle, Christ is the Passover, Christ um, is um, is the offering. Is everything in the temple? Is every item in the in the tabernacle? He is many items. Christ is the burnt offering that you see in the Old Testament. Christ is the sin offering that you see in the Old Testament. Christ is the 
trespass offering that you see in the Old Testament. Christ is the meal offering that you see in the Old Testament. Christ is the peace offering that you see in the Old Testament. Christ is the wave offering that you see in the Old Testament. And Christ is the heave offerings. In other words, all the offerings that are in the Old Testament that are offered in the tabernacle, they are all Christ. So, he is so rich. All the ministers that are ministering, all the gifted persons raised up by the Lord in these days and even in the past days, they must learn to minister only the riches of Christ. This is the burden. Let us forget uh, about doctrines. Let us forget about denominations. There is nothing that has separated the church as doctrines and denominations. We have these dispensations, predestination, election. Those are doctrines and uh, they are bringing a separation in the church. They are causing division, but we have got to preach Christ, who is a one unit, is a unit. You cannot separate Christ. It cannot become a doctrine. It cannot become... Um, a denomination Christ is a unit you cannot separate I, I don't like to hear these things uh, when people begin to talk about the doctrines the denomination you see for us we are from this denomination you see we have uh, we are in this dispensation we know about predestination those kind of uh, things they have caused a lot of problems to the body of Christ whereas they, their work is to give us Christ people are using them to cause divisions in the body of Christ so let us learn how to minister Christ to others by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit will not speak any other thing. He is doing whatever he's doing, using the people he's using for one cause. He wants the people to dispense Christ. He wants the preachers, the teachers, the pastors, the prophets, the evangelists to dispense one person. is Jesus Christ. Now, some among us have studied, we have gone into Bible schools, we have gone into seminars, Bible institutes, theology, and I would ask you a question. Have you ever learned that, that Christ is our weave offering and our heave offering? You never find that in the Bible school. They don't teach, there is no doctrine like that, that Christ the weave offering. This thing is supposed to be for us as experience. Have you ever experienced Christ in this way? We preach the riches of Christ but not the doctrines of Christ. Today, the church needs the ministry that ministers Christ, not as the menu, but as food. You see, when you go to the uh, restaurant or the hotel, the, 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 the waiter will bring you a menu. And in the menu, you find all kind of food and all kind of drinks and whatever beverages. And when you open that menu, you see the names of the food and the price of the food, but that is not the reality of the food. You're not going to eat the menu. You are going to look into the menu and you point out what you want so that they bring the reality of what is in the menu for you to enjoy. Now, likewise, you see that doctrines are like menu. Gifts and signs and wonders are like menu, but they are not the real food. The real food in the doctrine is Jesus. The real food in the gift, signs, and wonders is Jesus. If miracles, signs, and wonders are not pointing to the reality who is Christ, then they are useless to the body of Christ. I tell you this. Let us stop eating menus. Let us not stop on menus of, of the food, but let us 
uh, call for the real food. Hallelujah. Today we see Christianity is like the restaurant that serves only menus. People come to church and we give them menu. You give them a menu concerning predestination. You give them menu concerning uh, uh, faith. Those are all menus. But all these teachings, all these doctrines, they are menus, but we have got to call for the re- reality. So, we see churches today, we may learn to read the menu about faith, the menu about righteousness, the menu about holiness, the menu about prophecy, but there is no food. People are hungry, they are starving. There is only doctrine about Christ, but there is no reality of Christ. There is no experience of Christ. People are not experiencing Christ, they are only are seeing the doctrines and the signs, wonders, but they can't reach to the Christ. I tell you, the reality is in Christ. Sometimes when we go to the restaurant uh, and, and people bring the menu and uh, they first pass the menu and to us, they say, choose what you want. Uh, we don't we, we don't want to, to, to read those stuff. Some, If I know I want to eat and I know what I want to eat, I just direct it. I just command it. That I like to eat this, bring this, bring this. I don't need to look into the menu because I've not come to eat the menu. I've come to eat what? I feel I want to eat. So uh, if I don't understand what I eat, it is okay. As long as it has come, I'll eat it. You understand? So we have got to enjoy uh, what we want to eat. We have got to enjoy Christ in order for us to be uh, people that are are growing as a church. We don't care about... uh, the, 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 the doctrines and all the details of the names of what and what we have got to see if we can get Christ out of those doctrines. Learning doctrine exhausts us. People are getting old in theology. They are now carrying PhD, DDD and all those stuff but they don't have the reality of Christ and that is all vanity. But if we enjoy Christ and we refresh ourselves, we are strengthened, we are satisfied, there is that inner life. I don't say that doctrines are bad. I don't say that theology is bad. I don't say that education in the biblical studies is bad. But people are exhausting themselves. They are tiring themselves because of uh, the many, many books and readings they are carrying out. And after coming um, uh, into the church, we have got to eat the reality with Jesus Christ. We have got to see Christ as... uh, Christ has got to be transmitted into us. We have got to eat him. We don't have, we, even if you, you don't need to know the name of the food, you eat the food. You don't need them to know the name and to, to, to take the name home. You need the reality of that name. So you don't need the doctrine. You need the reality of that doctrine. So we have got to enjoy that which is uh, packaged in that doctrine, who is Christ. And uh, that is what I mean. Uh, so the Lord wants us to learn to know Christ, not knowledge, not teaching, not doctrine. Let us know Christ. Remember, Paul says that I may know him. He reached at a, a place and said, I want to know Christ. So those who minister uh, to the Lord, these people, the pastors, the evangelists, the prophets, and other ministers must realize that what people need today are the riches of Christ, not doctrine, not teachings, not uh, gifts, uh, not signs. They need the riches. What is the, uh, the reality of everything we do in church? They need 
those things. Sometimes, of course, in order to convey Christ to others, we need doctrines. We need miracles, signs, and wonders as a means. But whatever we give to people is not, uh, is not the means, but the Christ is it conveys. So we need this Christ to be the reason as to why we perform miracles. Christ is to be the reason as to why we teach with wisdom. Christ is to be the reason as to why we preach vibrantly. Now, when we come to the book of Ephesians, there is this ministry that always ministers Christ to others. We have seen it. And the church today is not built up because there is too little nourishment. The church is not built up because there is too little nourishment. There is little supply of Christ. And uh, the, there is a little real material with which people are built up. What makes people to build up, to be built up, is what Christ is. The church is built up with Christ himself, not with doctrines. Now, that's why he calls it the body of, of, of Christ. And that was say, I'll build my church. So there is too little ministry of the riches of Christ in church today. And to the saints, we see a little ministry of the uh, experience of Christ. And today the, the, Lord, the Lord is telling us to wake up. So the saints are starving to death. They are in church, but they are starving. There is not that inner life of Christ. The church needs, to, the church needs Christ as the building material. This requires the ministers, the pastors, the preachers, the prophets, and the ministry to minister Christ to the people. The apostles, the prophets, evangelists, and the shepherds, and the teachers all minister Christ to the saints to perfect them by this ministry. I want to stop here. God bless you. I want to keep on thinking about these things we need to transmit Christ. May the Lord richly bless you. Find us on freedomexperienceministry.org. Go in our Play Store, Google Play Store, download our app. Enjoy music as you enjoy Christ. God bless you. This is Pastor Dennis Matov. There is freedom. For more information or get more of these messages or donate to our ministry, contact us on our Facebook page, Freedom Experience Ministry. Or visit our website on www.freedomexperiencezone.com. Or you can call us directly on class 256 Thank you.